Box with Brad and John. It makes it more competitive. The perfect way to get through your morning. Every time he opens his mouth, something irritating comes out. Weekdays from 9 to noon on The Roar. Where every day is game day. Welcome back to The Roar, Press Box with Brad and John. Thanks to Mike Vaughn for hanging out with me for the last couple hours. I appreciate him stepping in while John took care of some other business, and now he's back inside the Upcountry Fiber Studios. How you doing today, John? Doing well, Brad. How's the show been going this morning? It's been going well. I, I would say good morning, and it still is technically morning, but we're on the back end of morning, so let's we'll just skip a that. A belated pleasantry. good morning to you. <laughs> I told Mike I couldn't wish him, because first time I've had done a show with him this year, Said I, I couldn't wish him Happy New Year because Larry David told us. Oh, you missed that window by like three and a half weeks at this yeah, point. Yeah, it was like I think it was like three days. I think is what he said. I it was something like that. I agree. Whatever Larry David said, I agree. <laughs> but he would say it out of spite, you know, just to make. Also, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> do a lot I, of I don't. I don't normally ever do things out of spite, but if I eh, were to, eh. if I were to, could you live a spite life like he does? At least in the in the. Um, TV show. Um, I, I think life. it would get exhausting very quick. I mean, this is a spite show. Yeah, I do it for three hours a day, but like 24 hours a day, seven days a week? I, I, I couldn't do it. Can I interest you in a potential spite? Please. You want to kick off your, yes. your show? My one spite? hour radio today. Let's do it. I saw this this morning. It is the... Uh, it's a It's another... <laughs> this is such a ridiculous way to call it this. It's a re-ranking of the way too early top 25. Wait, for 2024? <laughs> yes. We're re- Why isn't it just an update? <laughs> Why are we re-ranking it? I don't it? know. I don't make up the headlines. They don't ask me. I'm not the editor. But it, it's post Saban Harbaugh and some of the the okay things that occur post their departures. Okay, I think especially I, I, for Bama, I think that's fair to kind of recalibrate things. All right, based on is, those two big moves. This is si.com, which does still work. Just wanted to know right. that. Are you, are you sure? Are you <laughs> yeah. sure about that? It's maybe AI generated. I don't know. Okay, but regardless, uh, this is the re-ranking of the uh, of a way too early top twenty-five. See if you want to spite any of these. All right, number one, Georgia, checks out. Yeah, checks out. The AI got that one right. Trevor Etienne's coming in. Uh, I keep forgetting about that. I know I'm not at the point of the calendar yet where I'm going to start wrapping my head around all the transfer portal acquisitions. We got so caught up in quarterback movement and things like that that some of the other positions, That's as spring ball gets closer, I want to kind of wrap my head around a lot of those movements. But that one keeps flying under the radar to me. Yeah. Should be a good pickup. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great pickup for Georgia. To an already good room. Uh, yeah. Now you're adding... Trevor, he, how do you compare him to, to Travis? I don't think I've ever asked you that. Um, I think they're very different runners. Very different runner. I agree with you. Way more hard. physical, more downhill. I think more of a between-the-tackles guy. Not that Travis couldn't do that because he did plenty of that over the course of his career. Yeah. But I think that he is more of built more of the, I don't want to say short yardage because that, that can come across as disrespectful, but I don't think he's necessarily the, the burner. I don't, I don't think he has that. That first step that Travis did. I don't think any, but very few people on God's green earth have that. He's really good between the tackles. Yes. 
Oh, I think he's going to be fantastic in that offense. Yeah, Texter said he's slower. That's not a nice thing to just just call Travis faster. How about that? Well, that sounds like, nicer than talking about his Trevor first slower. step, that acceleration. Yeah, like as just doesn't have that. Like I said, but very few people that God has put on this earth do have that. I think he has very good vision. Definitely, I think he is a. I think from a skill set, I think he just fits perfectly for what Georgia wants to do with their backs. Yeah, he's going to be integral in that, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be very good. For him, for sure, and, and the Bulldogs. Carson Beck's back there, obviously quarterback. There, there's no reason for me, and, and, and Georgia's going to have the number one recruiting class in 24. Uh, I, I just don't see any reason not to rank Georgia one, do you? No, I do not. I, I can understand, and we'll probably get into it between now and August, the argument that Ohio State on paper can make, but I would give the edge to Georgia. The Buckeyes are number two. Uh, in this ranking, this way too early re-ranking with the departure of Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. It opens up some doors for the Buckeyes. They do bring back Ibuka, Henderson, a running back, uh, some defensive uh, linemen. I mean, pretty much the entirety of that defense is coming yeah, back. A, a lot of the defense is back. I don't know. Do you think they'll need Julian saying from this, for this season? No. Um I think if they need him to step in this season, then things have gone awry. But I, think, I think injuries will have occurred. No, I think that it's um, Brown or Kineholt. Some of those guys will probably fill in as the two. I just don't see Sayan or Nolan pushing for any playing time this okay. year. They will need Caleb Downs and Quinshawn Junkins for this year. A hundred percent. If you don't play Caleb Downs, you should be fired. <laughs> he may yeah. be the best safety of the country. Yeah. Uh, then they bring in Bill O'Brien. So there's there's a lot of pressure on Ryan Day. He's in the cooker. Is there anybody under more pressure in 2024 than Ryan Day? Man, that's a, probably it's a, relative, that's a whole obviously. Show, probably. Um, we will have relative, that show, but <laughs> but in terms of the the high level teams, no, 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 no. There's clearly clearly it's him. Now, you know his counterpart over there. Shrow Moore has got to at least, you know, he can't let things go off a cliff. No one's got to maintain. Him to, yeah, I don't know that he has to make the playoff this year necessarily. It'd be good if he did that in year one. And he might have enough pieces to pull that off uh, if they get the quarterback, you know, spot right. But Ryan Day has to beat him. I mean, he just has to. He can't lose to Shrow Moore two years in a row. Just cannot do that. And that'd be what, four? It'd be four in a row to Michigan. Ton of heat, but do you think they're the second best team in the country? Um, on paper, yes. All right, uh, number three, Texas. I feel a theme here. <laughs> it's a lot, a lot of usuals here. Uh, Texas coming off that big year, they go to the playoffs. Sarkeesian sort of stamps this thing as you know, hey, we're you know, forget that we're back stuffed. It's a new era of football. Uh, Texas can play in this era. Oh, absolutely, and I. I think it actually showed a lot of maturity this year out of Texas that no one even tri- – the whole Texas back thing never really even happened yeah. in a year where they actually were back. I feel like number three is okay for them there. With Quinn Ewers coming back, I think a lot of their best offensive linemen are still a year away from being draft eligible. They've got playmakers for days on that offense. Well, I mean, they did lose their, their – Xavier Worthy and – um A.D. Mitchell. Mitchell were their two best receivers sure. gone, but they replaced them with Isaiah Bond and Matthew Golden from Houston. Isaiah Bond from, from Bama. 
And they've also recruited that position out of high school pretty well. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I look at losing Sweat Murphy is probably the biggest thing for Texas to me. Yeah. The heart of that I interior agree. of that defense. Can you replicate that? And Bo Davis, defensive line coach, leaving Texas to go to LSU. I think that is probably my biggest question for Texas going into 24 is going to be the defensive line, not only from a coaching standpoint, because I think that's one of the biggest things that changed over the last three years for Texas was they used to be soft and they were a joke up front, right? They fixed that and what happened? And then they became real-time players and made the playoff. They beat, they beat Bama? Yep. They, they almost beat Bama last year when they started to show that they were getting tougher up front. Right. And then they beat Bama this year in Tuscaloosa and made By the playoff. just being tougher up front. That's the maturation process. So you that. lose those two guys and you lose the coach. Can you keep it going? Yeah. That is my biggest question. And it makes sense why you've seen Texas in the transfer portal go and get an Andrew Makuba. Go and try to get a bunch of guys to shore up other spots of that defense if it has to be a more... Like the totality of the defense has to carry it versus just trying to get it in certain spots. They get Michigan on September 7th out of conference. Man, that's going to be wild. And then, of course, they get to play all those all the SEC teams. How are they going to handle the SEC could that is that a factor in in, in thinking about the the long term for the Texans projecting Texas now in terms of a preseason poll no because I look at that roster it's one of the best in the country sure it's more of a power ranking yeah but when you're when we're trying to project what they're going to do in the twenty four season yeah I think you have to factor that in I remember two years ago how was it even Ben or I can't remember the combination of shows here that did it but they went through and we tracked. All the schools that have moved to new leagues and how many additional losses they incur. It doesn't work out. It never works out. <laughs> it's just not a real positive Especially thing. in year one. There's a, I mean, it, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Just to get used to the match, to get used to the, and the flow of a schedule in a new league, right? Yeah. Also, can they handle horns down? Because they're not handling it very well right now in their departure from the Big 12, their final year. They've handled it horribly. They're so just upset, the coaches and all the players. I mean, what what is going on over there? I don't understand it. I think it is as soft as can be. And I actually hope that Greg Sankey tells these schools, let it rip. It's the SEC. Why would they not? I mean Because they're gonna ask for it. I mean, you know they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna petition to the league to say that this needs to be outlawed, that this isn't fair. I don't know. See, I I don't think the fans take it the way for some reason, how sensitive the players and coaches are to it. The administration people actually yeah, who work for I, Texas. I don't, I don't think the players, I mean, the uh, fans really care all that much. So it's not going to necessarily offend them. Man, I don't know why it just, just rubs people the wrong way so much. I've seen way more offensive things. A guy from NC State gave double bursts to the ref and we're offended by horns down? Well, I mean, can you really be all that offended when it's NC State? I mean, that's it's a, expected. That's their horns up. And it's, that's their that's their, <laughs> their pack, their yeah their little wolf thing they they do, might as well just that's use the remix. <laughs> I mean, the double birds exemplifies their fan base way more than that that silly little hand gesture with the pack. Not wrong. Number four, Oregon. You okay with that? Uh yes, I do have some questions about Oregon. I have some schedule questions. being one schedule of being one of them. Um, I look at the loss of Bo Nix, Jackson Powers Johnson. I think those are two massive losses. I think Dylan Gabriel is a nice pick, but I'm also kind of like, all right, I want to see Oregon attempt it with someone who's not 25 at quarterback. Yeah. 
I, I didn't love the Gillen, the Dylan Gabriel move. I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um, but I like I'm not in love Oregon in their totality. I have no problem with them being a top five team where we sit today. Number five, a little controversial here, Ole Miss. You either believe wholeheartedly in the Portal King or you're, you think this is going to be a total shame and fall apart. There, I, there's no in between with Ole Miss. You either got to be one or the other. Yep, and I don't know where I'm at yet. There's a lot of the pieces that I like. Walter Nolan, Juice Wells. But Lincoln, but now, and I, I do like the, you know Ulysses Bentley, I think, is a good running back. I think they've gotten some good backs, and Lane Kiffin's always done good things with all his running backs, but no Quinshaw Junkins is a big deal to me. You have to run the ball for it to be successful. The Lane Kiffin offense doesn't work if you don't have a run game. Yeah. I'm not saying they won't have one. It may, may not be all that dynamic. We'll see. We'll see. I, I have to wait, too, but you, you're going to have to pick a side. There, Do I have no, to pick it today? No. But, okay. But there's no in-between with Ole Miss this year. You either got to think this thing's going to be horrible. It's going to just fall apart, or you got to think they're going to the playoff. I, I don't think you can be on the fence on Ole Miss this year. I agree with you. I just don't know where I'm at yet. I, I'm i still working on that as well, but it's all relative, too, to some of their competition. Sure. Uh, number six. <laughs> We're really going to do this every stinking year. I feel like I'm in a Groundhog Day every year around this time. Notre Dame is number six in this way too early ranking. For what? I don't know. Riley Leonard, Portal. Okay. Worked out really well with Sam Hartman, didn't it? They went eight and four. Oh, yeah. They won so many games more than they normally do. I I, I just don't know. Well, I, is the loss of Gerard Parker... What, is going to give them three wins now the offense is figured out because it's addition Denbrock, by subtraction? Denbrock's back, so they're, they're old OC. So Does he bring in Jaden Daniels with him? No, he's going to the NFL. Oh, well, then I don't really care <laughs> as much. He's I bringing mean, in the LSU receivers with him? No. No. I I just don't get it. I just don't. Why do we do this every year? They're 8-4 and four team. 8-4. and four. We got to put them six in the country because they got Riley Leonard? I mean, I like Riley Leonard. I think he will actually be an upgrade over Sam Hartman, but... But that's not a sole reason to put no, them in number six. not even close. Boy, number seven is interesting. Missouri Tigers. That has some substance to it. They just won 11 games and are bringing most of the thing back. They got Luther Burden back? Yeah. And Brady Cook? Yes. Missouri's going to be a problem. Cody Schrader's the only player they really lost. And, and they went and took guys. And they went and took uh, Noel from App State to go be the running oh, back. Oh, that's right. Drinkwitz fits. Yeah, he fits in real good there. Man, that's. I there's that's, much that, more reasons to put Missouri where they are than Notre Dame. <laughs> I, I can tell you that much. I agree. At least Missouri showed something, and and my and brought most of those players that were really good last year back. A ten win season, eleven wins because they beat Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. What are we doing? What did Notre Dame do? I know what Notre Dame did. Pretty average team last year by by their standard. Yes. I just don't know. I don't I don't understand why we do this every single year. I got to come on here and say the same things. But hey, I look forward to when we come back from the other side of the break. You're going to tell me what Miami's number eight? No. I'll tell you who is after this. Don't go anywhere. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. 
We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. Share a box or two at your business meeting, at church, or with family and friends during a time of need. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kremes. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. It's time to stop the debt collectors. It's time to get a fresh start. It's time to stop the foreclosures. Tax time is coming up. Time to do something for yourself. Time to get your fresh start. Come see Robert King for help. Call Robert King at 864-222-0200 or visit his website at www.thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency. Robert King helps people file for bankruptcy relief under the bankruptcy code. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Do you want more control over your business spending? Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management platform designed to save you time and money. Ramp offers unlimited corporate cards with spend controls you can customize to stop wasteful spending before it happens. Ramp makes expense reports a breeze by automatically collecting receipts and matching them to the right transaction. You'll close your books in hours instead of days. Ramp allows you to see all of your company spend in one place so you can make quick, informed decisions about your business finances. Plus, Ramp will share insights based on your spending to help you cut costs. Over 15,000 businesses have added up to 5% to their bottom line with Ramp. You can be one of them. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com sports. They say the new year calls for new goals. So what about new house goals? Upgrade to comfort this year with natural gas. Picture warmer heat, endless hot water, cooking without power, and grilling without a tank. Make the switch for a cozier and more efficient home. Call 864-859-6375 or visit FHNGA.com for details. And hey, before you dig, remember to call 811. It's the law and it's free. Happy New Year from your friends at Fort Hill Natural Gas. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. Lowcountrymail.com Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. 
Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Skyrizi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. Live and local sports talk coming to you from the Upcountry Fiber Studios. This is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Serving the five counties of the South Carolina Upstate, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. So what exactly are the net rankings? I have no idea! Tune in every day until March as we try to figure it out. The Roar, where every day is game day. It was a beautiful day. The sun beat down. We're back here live on The Roar. Thanks for getting in. We appreciate you. 654 Roar. We'd love to hear from you in this hour. A lot to get to as we're uh, going to turn our attention to the Super Bowl and some NFL coming up here shortly. I want to continue this quick, quick top 25, uh, way too early ranking. Number eight, Alabama, John. You buying that? Still a top 10 team? I think so. I'm not sure yet. I think I kind of am. I'm just not sure. Based on who's around them, would, okay, would you rather have Missouri or Alabama? I can't believe Missouri's ranked ahead of them. It sounds crazy, but would you rather have Missouri? They did lose their defensive coordinator. Oh, They man. recruited really well. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of momentum over there in the other Columbia. I would lean Missouri in this conversation here because I worry about the DeBoer thing, the hiccups, maybe the initial hiccups. Not full buy-in because it's a different leader, it's a different voice, it's a different coach. You know, maybe there's some more departures in the spring. Yeah. <sighs> Number nine is Penn State. Would you rather pick Penn State or Alabama? Alabama. Yeah, I think I would too. Number Why 10. do we do this with James Franklin every year? <laughs> just, they, have, they have a spot reserved in the top ten. This is what they do. All right. And then they lose to Ohio State and Michigan. And now Oregon. It's just a given. It's a lock. Uh, number nine, Penn State. Number 10, Florida State. Uh, okay. The, Florida State's one of those teams for me, Brad, that I'm not fully sure what it looks like yet. I tell you though, everybody trying to be like me about it. I just don't know because every everyone who on that twenty three team we knew at this time of last year, except for Keon Coleman, who they were and the roles they were going to fill. Fair. I think what's important to note though is Florida State, and I, I told I told this a little bit the other week. We were kind of discussing where Clemson is and all this, and we we'll get to the Tigers. But Florida State's got the the lines pretty much solved. I mean, they, they know what they're doing on offensive and defensive lines now. And that was their biggest problem for four, five, six years there. Oh, they're yeah, just, the offensive line was just an absolute disaster. 
but both lines of scrimmage they feel pretty good about now, and they've got. And so usually when you you solve that, the other things take some time, but they they fall into place. I just you know versus a big loss. I think Fisky's going to be a big loss on that defensive front. Uh, is Fabian Lovett back? I believe so. Let me see. Um, I don't know. I think I think that they're. Their offensive line brings back a lot. Remember, they they had like eight, seven or eight guys that could play last year, so they they've created some depth. Oh yeah, no, they've they've gotten some portal guys as well on the offensive line. I think they took one guy from Alabama. Is that one of the reasons they lost? Edmund Edmund went back to South Carolina. No, he went back to go earn his spot back in Columbia. He gave up a starting spot in Tallahassee to go compete in Columbia. Well, I, I'm saying is it because they they've they've. I mean, I don't I honestly don't lose playing. I mean, time. yes, it's a little tongue in cheek here, but the only explanation we've heard is from Shane Beamer. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they'll be fine up front. I think so too. But there is some NFL talent that you have to replace. I mean, Jared Verse is a big time, big time guy you have to replace. I think I think Lovett's gone. I don't see him on there. Um, you feel like with DJ there, they can figure out the pieces around him. I think so. I think Mike Norvell's a really good offensive mind. He's a good offensive schemer, and he does a good job of creating a scheme around the talent in which that he has. He doesn't try to make the talent work to his scheme. He's good at very much tweaking that to fit the skill set of his players. So I think there will be some of that there, but I also do have a little bit of worry that, I mean, how many, this would be this third big-time program and I think we know where the floor and the ceiling is with DJ. Yeah. So I think right now where that where they're sitting in that ranking does sit right there in the floor to ceiling, getting that you know window there for DJ. I think they go nine and three, ten and two, but I have questions about them winning the league and you know pushing towards anything, you know, deep postseason run or anything yeah. like that. They they did lose verse and, and love it, but I, I think they've got and Benson. Let's not forget about that loss in the in the backfield. I, Coleman and Wilson and um, and Jaheim Bell and they they have to figure out the playmakers for sure on defensive line and on uh, offense. But I think they're they're off to a better start. This is this is a a bit of a rebuild, but not like a, a stripped down version of a rebuild. I think so. I don't know. I'm 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 not necessarily higher on. The coaching staff than I was a year ago. I just think that some proof of concept stuff occurred, and it, it's easy to build off of what they did. Sure, as, as bad as it all came apart in the you know after the ACC championship game, missing the playoff and getting blown out by George in the bowl game. Aside, I still think they they laid some some important foundational you know things and philosophies within this program. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Number 11, Arizona, even though they have a new coach. I think that needs to be adjusted. They're they're accounting for Brennan, but yeah. Is, I, that, is that the Dino bump right there? Offensive coordinator Dino Babers? I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's what's on the, what's what they're doing there. Uh, number 12, Michigan, national champions. Uh, it's quite a drop from number one, but I think when we see... When we watch the NFL draft and we see the Chargers whole coaching staff is announced, we will see how much Michigan lost. 
And I, I think Sharon Moore was the right hire. I think it's the right man for the job. I think it'd be crazy to take that thing to market or give it to anybody else. But you're losing a lot of people on that staff. You lost the strength and conditioning coach. He's going with Harbaugh out to the Chargers. You're losing a lot of you know, front office type personnel. They're going to go with him as well. So you've just got to backfill a bunch of positions. And you lose your quarterback. I'd say what they're losing more than anything else. Uh, all those things are true. They're losing schedule protection. They're not able to get the games that they want as much and it's going to hurt them this year. For instance, remember how remember that Brewers? They started out with like East Carolina. No, no offense, but they started Always out with, a, taken. with a with a with about as cake a schedule as you could possibly play. It was like East Carolina, First Bowling Green. Um, I think like UConn in there. I mean, it was just it was bad. This year alone, they have to play the aforementioned game against Texas on September seventh, as well as Southern Cal, Washington, Oregon, and Ohio State. That is a significant goal. Even though Washington's not going to be Washington this past year, and who knows what USC will be whenever they play them. But Oregon's good. Ohio State's out for revenge. I'm just saying that the schedule is is, is not protecting them anymore. Oh, no, it's the not. The schedule protected them last year, John. It did. They they got it set up They had for schedule them. protection through suspension. Like, they got to do a trial run of what it's like without the head coach. So when he got suspended again on the back end of the schedule, they knew how to handle it. <laughs> I mean, they essentially played two games going into the postseason and then got a, and got a bye week in the Big Ten championship game. Yeah. So that they could be ready for the playoff at the end of the month. Just saying, there, there was some, some additional advantages that are just no longer there. That might be bigger than, than anything else. Uh, 13 Tennessee. All okay. right. Nico yeah. taking over. That's a, that's, Boy, that's they a very comfortable um, preseason poll spot for Tennessee. They need a bounce back year in the worst way, don't they? Mm, define bounce back. Yeah. Did they have a signature win last year at Tennessee? I push back, though, unless it was beating Georgia, could they have had a signature win that came remotely close to Alabama the year prior? No, I, and I, I, I'm not trying to compare it to that. I just mean, did they have a win that you felt strongly about in 2023? I, I can remember off the top of my head. I don't have their schedule in front of they me. They did? Yeah, they I don't remember one that we came in here and we're like blown away by a Tennessee Victory this past they fall. They beat Kentucky. <laughs> they beat A&M. They didn't beat Florida. They beat South Carolina. They beat UTSA. They did not beat uh, Georgia. They did not beat Missouri. I did not beat Bama. Lost by two touchdowns there. I just, I don't think they had a thing. They, they need at least, in a program like that, you've got to have something to hang your hat on. I don't think they had a bad year, but they didn't build off the momentum. And they were, they were saddled with a quarterback they shouldn't have gone with. I do agree with that part of it. Definitely. Texter says beating Iowa was their signature win. Man. I don't know. Ohio, Iowa put up a goose here. egg against multiple teams this year. <laughs> it's hard out here when that becomes your, your signature Man, all win. those SEC wins and the best one's Iowa? Yeah. Number 14, Utah with Cam Rising back. I, I'll... Man, I, I respect Utah an enormous amount, but I, I, I'm not buying into any Utah hype this year. 
I'm going to have to see some things. I need to oh. see that toughness back. It, it was not on display. We also need to see what it looks like in a whole new league with a different set of opponents. Yeah. You know, going up against Washington State versus Kansas, is it's just different. I'm, I'm curious if it's going to showcase itself that in that manner. Is it an instance of teams just not ready for Utah's physicality and they can't catch them off guard? Or is it... You know what's coming, and you just can't stop it. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm curious to see how they they factor into this new, this new league. Um, number fifteen, Clemson Tigers. Okay, I'm fine with that. You're coming off a eight and four regular season bowl win, nine and four. You had this some NFL departures. Reasonable. Yeah, but this I compared feel like to some the, of the other rankings we've seen, this is reasonable. Yeah, I think you have the chance to have one of the better defenses in the country. Next to an offense with that has made some good hires and some good moves, but it's still virtual. A lot of it's unproven. I don't think I would have them over the the next team. You it, might, but I don't think I would. Uh, LSU Tigers. Oh, I think they're they need to be right next to each other in the poll. They are, but I but think, I think that's if you want to put LSU fifteen, Clemson sixteen, vice versa. I don't really care, but I think that in terms of what you feel about what they have and the questions that you have. I think that they're they need to be kind of right around the same spot in the poll to me. Am I wrong for saying fifteen through twenty is where Clemson should be? I don't, I'm not comfortable with them being inside the top fifteen. I'm not comfortable with them being inside the top ten. Not right now, no, and neither am I. I don't. I just. I just don't. I don't want to do that. Not yet. I think. I think fifteen is fine. Anywhere between fifteen and twenty, I'm probably not going to argue either way. Unless there's a couple teams that I might like. Again, I like LSU a little bit better right now. I like number 17 a little bit better. Do you? Oklahoma Sooners. No. You don't? No, I like Clemson more than Oklahoma next year. Do you feel like the Jeff Levy departure is going to be felt? I think the Jeff Levy departure will be felt. I think the I think the defense, it, it made up some strides, but I still think they have a long way to go. And... I mean, Jackson Arnold, yeah, he was a great recruit. He stunk in the bowl game. <laughs> Turned the ball over very high rate. I'm not, if we're not going to give, I mean, he's just, a, he's another, I mean, he was a five-star, but we haven't seen anything that's all that impressive. I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt that he is just the next chosen one. Mm. You make some good points. Now, schedule-wise, the schedule's brutal. So, Oklahoma's, May have a worse record in the year than Clemson. I'm saying going into it right now, yeah. I could I could buy North, I could buy putting Oklahoma over north north of Clemson. For me personally, no, but that's that's just me. I don't think there's a huge bit of separation though. It's not like I'm sitting here that Clemson needs to be yeah. ten and Oklahoma's unranked. Well, I think I mean honestly, Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, you could jumble them up in any yeah. order. I don't I don't think anybody's going to really fight you on it. Eighteen Kansas, okay. 19 Oklahoma State. Eh, a little too high for me. A team we both <laughs> use this word gently like this year. Yeah. North North Carolina State Wolfpack. Too low. <laughs> Do you think t- I, I, I'm agreeing with you? They, they, they need to be in that 15 to 20 conversation range that we're talking about with Clemson and LSU and Oklahoma. And I know it seems weird to put NC State in that same level of teams, but they hurt. I mean, Dave Doran's got it rolling right now, whether we like it or not. We'll wrap this up on the other side, final segment after this. Is your crawl space damp or musty? 
Water in your crawl space can cause wood to rot and creates an environment for mold and mildew that can make its way inside your home. Canty Foundation Specialist specializes in crawl space repair. Call us today for your free inspection so you can have the peace of mind knowing your crawl space is dry and your home is protected. Call today, 864-641-0176 or visit cantycanfixit.com. Hey, it's Toby from Wendy's. Picture a Baconator. The six strips of Applewood smoked bacon, the hot and juicy beef, the pretzel bun. Wait, pretzel bun? A pretzel Baconator. And it's only here for a limited time? And right now you can get $3 off mobile orders of $15 or more with the offer in the Wendy's app? This changes everything. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new Pretzel Baconator. Limited time only. Or participating U.S. Wendy's. $15 minimum required before taxes and fees. Account registration required. Are you tired of living with the discomfort of peripheral neuropathy symptoms? Well, relief is just a call away. Introducing Sumus Laser Therapy, a breakthrough treatment for peripheral neuropathy that could change your life. Say goodbye to tingling, numbness, and pain in your extremities. Dr. David Maroos, D.C. in Greenville, is here to guide you on your journey to a pain-free life. With state-of-the-art Sumus Laser Therapy, you can experience real relief. Look to a brighter future. Call 864-292-6777 now to schedule your consultation. 59 years is a long time, especially when you're talking about how long a company has been in business. But that's exactly how long Joe Robertson and son have been servicing and installing roofs right here in the upstate. 59 years. That means that many of the roofs you see every day, your neighbors, the roof at your favorite restaurant, even the roofs you're driving past right now are likely a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Now, you might be wondering why so many people here in the upstate have chosen Joe Robertson and Son for their roofing needs for nearly six decades. And the answer is simple. They were founded on the principles of providing quality workmanship, fair pricing, and complete customer satisfaction. When you work with them, you won't pay a single dime until the job's been completed two your satisfaction. So if you have any roofing needs, do what so many people in the upstate have done for the past 59 years. Make it a Joe Robertson and Son roof. Call 246-0886. That's 246-0886. Or visit robertsonroofing.net. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I've thought about it many years. And then I did it. Drop big pounds and never look back. Look, anytime's a good time to start something good and something new but now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. Clemson Nation, this is former national champion Ben Boyer. If you live in Anderson, Greenville, Clemson, or Malden, South Carolina, and you're looking for the best birthday suit in town, come get tailored at www.thejunkyardfitness.com. Come by and see us at our four locations in the upstate of South Carolina. Your first week is always free. If you're looking for a UTV, tractor, trailer, or tractor attachment, visit Mahindra of Anderson where they guarantee to be any competitor's price and offer the best customer service and quality parts in the upstate. Mahindra of Anderson offers financing and can also quote your trade-in. Visit MahindraofAnderson.com or in person on Pyramid Dairy Road to check out their inventory and talk with one of their knowledgeable and friendly staff members. Mahindra, the number one selling tractor in the world. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. Go ahead, feel your engine. Admire that perfectly installed exhaust. Your vehicle's moving along this freeway like it was made from fresh installs and a whole lot of love. With eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to keep it running. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, they'll be the perfect fit every time. Plus, at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Chiefs versus 49ers. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? He's in for the touchdown! McCaffrey scores! Get in at 654-ROAR and let us know. We are the Roar. Final segment here on a Tuesday. Coming up tomorrow, last day of January. We'll get through it. We'll break down Clemson and Louisville tonight at 9 p.m. from Little John Coliseum. John, you working tonight? I am not, no. Oh, okay, good. You'll be refreshed in the morning. Yes, for all three hours tomorrow, I'll be here. Instead of having to uh, go through a two or double overtime game on a weekday night. I don't think that's I hopefully that is not in the cards tonight. I don't think that'll and be in the cards tonight. No, I, I think I, I like the Tigers here. I think when you have something that is as gut wrenching of a loss as you had on Saturday, there's either there's two ways to respond from it. You can sit around and keep complaining about it, or you can go do something about it. I expect the Tigers to go do something about it tonight. All right. You have an opponent in Louisville who is I'll put it, it, you're capable of having a get right moment against him. Get some confidence, get things going again. Get back on the right foot. I like the Tigers tonight. I do too. Uh, I, I don't know that it's going to be like blowout city here, but I think they'll win 10 points. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know that they're going to, I mean, they were, they're favored by 15, 15, 15 and a half. Would you, would you, that's, that's that a or? large number. <laughs> I think about it definitely. That's kind of the range I'm thinking though. I'm not thinking anything like north of twenty. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Know that it'll be to that degree. But there's an opportunity here to, to get right. And it's the kind of game you you don't let that opportunity pass you by. Would you be more worried about Louisville if Clemson had won at Duke? Yes. Honestly, I, I would. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a case we made there. I tend to to agree with you. Six five four roar. You want to get in. Uh, I I think Clemson wins tonight. I don't know that it's going to be the easiest of games on the eyeballs, and we'll have to keep the eyeballs open pretty late tonight. Uh, what about South Carolina and Tennessee at six thirty? Excited about that one? Uh, yeah, I'll be paying attention to that one. A South Carolina, a team that I think should have been in the AP poll yesterday, they did not make it in. I think that was a little bit uh, egregious on their part. Do you have a reason why you think? No, I, I really don't know. I, I the record state. I mean, that's a top twenty five team. The way they're playing right now, if you look at that record, I don't think you have to... It, we don't have to overcomplicate it. Agreed. But, oh, I mean, this is a... It's a big-time matchup in the SEC tonight. We'll see if they can uh, knock off... If they beat Tennessee, will they be in the top 25 next week? Uh, who do they play this weekend? I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. I don't remember. So, you think they would have to win this week, too? I mean, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, what is it going to take for him? 
Ooh, they got Georgia on Saturday. I think if they win both of these games, they will be ranked next week. I agree with you. Georgia's got to go to Georgia's got to host Alabama. I, th- I think it's I think they're hosting Alabama tomorrow, and then they host South Carolina on Saturday. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a good chance South Carolina goes. <laughs> if South Carolina is nineteen and three, they're not in the top twenty five. We need to reevaluate after beating the number five team in the country. Yeah, we'd have to do some serious reevaluations of the top twenty five. And while we're even letting people do this, oh yeah, I, I mean they should be in there over Alabama, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm not caught up. I don't use the top twenty five to justify tournament spots. Neither do I. I. I look at it as its own separate entity. Yeah. Because I think from a tournament standpoint, I buy Alabama has a better resume. They played a lot of tough teams. Sure, but if I'm you know just ranking the teams, I would. They have what three more losses? Yeah, they're they are uh, fourteen and six. <laughs> South Carolina seventeen and three. Oh, now, now we're getting into the is it a quality loss or not yep. category. But regardless, a, a win tonight is a quality win if you're South Carolina. This is a quad one win or quad one game on the line up in Rocky Top. Surprised you didn't play Rocky Top today. As uh, Tennessee, well, been here an hour. Yeah, well, you're still falling down on the job. Yeah, you'll have that. Who do you like in that game? Who are you picking? What's the line? Uh, it is 14 and a half points. Not giving South Carolina, the unranked Gamecocks, much of a chance. I'll give him the Gamecocks plus points. Okay. All right. John, noted South Carolina basketball apologist over here. Yeah, just trying to just trying to get in the good graces before baseball and football come back around. Oh, I figure it was metrics purposes. Oh, no. No, Keywords. the metrics, we, we save those for the... Uh, the NFC North. Ah, fair enough there. All right, on to the NFL. Um, some news coming out of the Chargers camp is they now have their general manager. It, it appears, according to multiple reports, that Jim Harbaugh went and got John Harbaugh's director of player personnel in Baltimore to be his GM, uh, Joe Hortz. Or Hortiz, I'm sorry. Um, the, uh, one, it, it makes sense, a Harbaugh hiring from a Harbaugh. That's just what they do. But anybody who has spent time, I don't know his full resume, but it sounds like he's been in Baltimore for a while. I, I think so. If he has, that means he got to work with Ozzie Newsom. I'd be hiring anybody who had a chance to work with him in a front office capacity. Is that like the Sean McVay of yes. Uh, GMs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> But it's a little. I think you can actually apply it more than you can. He not only has he been there a while. He's been there since 1998. He started out as a, as a personal assistant. He cleaned Jerry Jones's glasses, the equivalent of that. Yeah. For the Baltimore Ravens, uh, worked his way up, pro scout, um, director of college scouting, and then player personnel director since 2019, and now he's headed to join. Jim, uh, you know you know where uh, you know where Joe went to college. I do not know. War Eagle. Of course he did. The great Auburn Tiger. He do, was a, do, you, do you want me to ask you about Auburn's new hire? <laughs> he was a grad assistant. Oh, of course he was. <laughs> For Pat Dye. He, uh, I believe so. Yeah, I believe he was. Uh, no, actually, it might have been. It might have been Bowden. Okay. I'll have to look and see what year. He was there, but I think I think now <laughs> you were you you were very quick to say that. By the way, of course he was. Of course, 
Yeah, it, it was Terry Bowden. He was there in the Terry Bowden era. Worked under him. Man. You, you think I'd bring it up if he went anywhere else? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, I wouldn't. Um, That's what you're trying to say, I think. No. I'm, I'm going to save my thoughts on Auburn for Concerto Meter tomorrow because I've got some takes. You do? I am heated with Auburn. Oh, I can't wait for tomorrow's show. Save it for tomorrow. Just when who froze, I didn't think he could go any lower. Oh, uh, okay. I, I think I know where we're going yeah. with that. All right, we'll we'll deal with that on tomorrow's show. Super Bowl getting started on February the 11th. We've got forever and ever and ever and ever and ever to wait this thing out. So I'm not going to overdo the conversation. But right now, are you are are you? <laughs> Yeah, please, please do the Taylor Swift thing because you you are the resident Swifty here at the station. Oh, I, I don't have it in front of me. I was going to be a tomorrow when I had time to have the numbers more prepared in front of me. Uh, give me a moment. You were all about it today. You've brought up to me multiple times. Multiple times. I've only talked to you a couple of times <laughs> today. You you had pushback to our talk earlier of Taylor Swift. Okay, so in the AFC Championship game, for all those who say you know she's. Constantly on the television, mm-hmm. just ruining the sport. Uh, she was on a on the screen a total of uh, forty four seconds, or point three nine percent of the three hour and nine minute uh, broadcast. Forty seconds, the equivalent of forty seconds. Yes, forty four seconds out of three hours and nine minutes of broadcast. Andy Reid's mustache gets more time than that. Doesn't feel like a lot to me. There's more time of Patrick Mahomes reading his tablet on the sideline than there is of showing her in the box. Do we have a number of times they cut to her? Um, not off the top of my head. I'm just trying to prove this in real time. I apologize. This is not great radio. Because most of the time they showed her, it was like three or four seconds. Yeah, it's not very long. It's not like they just left the camera on her. But is it the number of times that, that upsets people, maybe? I think it may. It's probably not even the in-game stuff. It's the conversation that gets around it on Sports Center and on social media, and I think that coverage is probably more annoying than the actual seeing her during a football game. I mean, they'll they'll show players' parents, they'll show you know coaches' families. It's, I don't get all that worked up about it. No, it it really didn't bother me on Sunday. I just I didn't I wasn't enamored with how many times. They showed her, and I didn't even, I didn't realize she was on the field until after the game. Like I saw a still photo of it. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't even pay. I just don't pay attention to. I'm it. also not going to sit there and watch the trophy presentations either. So I, yeah, a lot of folks are saying it's the number of times that bothered them, not the amount of seconds each time. Which, if you only show three to four seconds, and it's you know forty, you're going to her 10, 11 times a game. Does that feel excessive? Maybe. I can't wait for that to be on. Well, if Travis Kelsey has one catch for four yards, it's excessive. But in the AFC Championship game, when he had 11 catches for over 100 yards and a touchdown, it's not as excessive. (laughs) Okay. Is that part of the problem that they show her every time he does something? Do you have a problem with that? Now that Uh, I can... It's a little much. Yeah. They don't have to do it every time he catches the football or lays a block or does anything on the field. Yeah. I don't think they need to show her every time he gets a first down. But that's what they do. Like, they... They show him make the first down motion, and then they cut right to her. And now, listen, we're seeing a lot of this, too, that Peeler said because of the amount of commercials she's on during the games. Folks, we can't do anything about that. Yeah, I don't care about that. 
Just don't watch the broadcast at all. Cause yeah, they, I, that's she's going to be an advertisement during the Super Bowl, whether Travis Kelsey was playing in it or not. Now, they, as to Chad the Mailman's point, they don't they don't show every girlfriend and wife of everybody who scores a touchdown. No, not normally. A touchdown. I'm just saying they don't, generally speaking. No, but most of the players in the National Football League, you don't know who their spouses are or their girlfriends are. Yeah, most of them aren't one of the most famous people on the planet right now. Yeah, the, probably the most marketable person on this planet who's, they, what, arguably like The Rock? I mean, it's... <laughs> Texter got in earlier and said, Forbes Financial reported this morning that Taylor Swift's involvement has increased the value of the NFL by $330 million. But I don't think that's just like showing her during 44 seconds of a broadcast. That's with all the advertisements yeah, with yeah, everything yeah, else yeah. that's going along with it. It's not just because they cut to her during your broadcast. How many people are pulling for Kelsey to retire after, after next Sunday's game? An enormous amount. Uh, All the people who pulled for Baltimore last week. Is, is it becoming harder for the conspiracy to to continue? I, this was just a made-up PR relationship, and they really have no no real relationship. It's all for well, show. Well, if they do the whole like Kim Kardashian wedding thing where it's annulled in 48 hours, then yeah, we'll all probably feel that way. But <laughs> This really bothers people, John. This y'all extra mad. We talked about this longer than forty four seconds. They're really bothered by this, man. What a trigger! What a trigger for some folks. That the most famous person, arguably in the world right now, is the fact that they're famous is upsetting. She goes to football games, and it just deeply bothers you to no end. I just don't. I just don't care enough. I don't. I don't live in that world. But uh, that's who he wants to date, and that's who he wants to invite to a football game. Okay. I'm just telling you. I'm married. I'm good. I don't care. Wait till we do the uh, Super Bowl prop sheet that we do every year, John. The contest between you and I. Wait till we pull that out. How many Taylor... What's the overrun on Taylor Swift props we're going to go over? They're not allowed in Vegas this year. The sports books have said no thank you. But they'll be out there in other avenues. Overrunner on Taylor Swift props we should include in this year's Um, contest. Three and a half. Okay. Is that how I, many, I just picked a number. I have no idea. Oh, how many do you want to be in there? Um, like two. I don't really care. Honestly, I want to have a couple of them on there because we're seeing some reaction on the Adams Cup Ruby text say, line. This, I, the only reason I'm even bringing this up is because you it, it bothers you that it bothers people. So I'm, I'm trying to make the most out of this. I'm trying to stretch this. Bother me. I just don't. just doesn't bother me. <laughs> You were uh, you you wanted to to bring up those stats this, today. I just want to be clear. I just think it's it's interesting context when we talk about how all they do is show her and she's ruining everything. Well, what about ruining everything? I think it's a bit of a stretch, in my opinion. We go from one celebrity to two more. Out of bounds is coming up next with Qualk and Ben. Make sure you stay tuned here all day on the Roar again. Nine o'clock tonight, eight thirty. Pre-game for Clemson and Louisville. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again on Wednesday. WCCP-FM 105.5. Clemson, Greenville-Anderson. WAHT-AM 1560-K.